Welcome to the Love and Victory Show with Val, where we will bring you candid conversation. In each conversation, we will talk about real life ups and downs while tackling unresolved matters. We will also unmask issues and truly speak straightforward and candid about our needs and brokenness while allowing ourselves to exhale so that we can become victorious. This is a place where you can be open to the possibilities of living life in abundance while gaining tools to become bold and complete. So let's get to it. Nicole, tell the people about you and who you are and how did you get here to Houston and then on the set of the Love and Victory Show with Val's podcast. Mm, that's a lot. I know, girl. <laughs> Come on with it. <laughs> well, I am Nicole Odom Hardnett. I am a mother of seven and with one wonderful grandson. I am a wife, I'm an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. I'm an author, I'm a business owner. I moved here from Maryland almost a year ago. I have a behavioral health facility, I actually have four locations in Maryland. I think what stood out to me that I loved is the blended family book, the author. Let's yes. talk about that. That's how we connected. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm on podcast guest, yes. and that's how. Yeah, that is how we connected. I was on one of your shows, and so we've been speaking ever since. <laughs> we've been speaking literally ever since. I think what I liked about you that stood out, and I guess I told you to tell your story, but now I want to take over, uh-huh. um, <laughs> is that your story was. Even though it's something, there's so many blended families out there, but your story was so unique that it just kind of just drew me. And in the book, I just think um, you have something to say, you have something to share. And there are so many um, relationships out there that are blended families. And that especially we as women struggle with how to navigate through that. And I think she's definitely someone that you can talk to and, um, can we talk a little bit about that? Sure. Okay, let's let's talk about that blended family a little bit. I mean, I'm all over the page because I'm so happy to have you sit here. <laughs> and uh, I also want to show just uh, don't compete and don't compare. Mm-hmm. Yes, this may be my platform that we're on today. Uh, we're not competing, nor are we comparing. You just have something that I want to make sure that we get out. And I, there's definitely someone that can learn and hear something from you. So can you tell us a little bit about? So I work with um, people in blended families. I have, as I said, I have a blended family of seven. Um, I did write a book that is loosely based on (laughs) my life and my blended family. So I just thought my, so my book is called Blended to Perfection. Mm -hmm. So Blended to Perfection is, I thought everyone should know a little bit about me, the author. Um, before they learned about my journey in my blended family. Mm-hmm. Um, my blended family, those of you know who are in blended families, they can be <laughs> something special. Let's say yeah, that. that. That's a good way of putting it, right? <laughs> they are something, something special, that's for sure. Um, so it wasn't always peaches and cream. I think a year in um, to this blended family, 
um, maybe a little bit before that, it got a little, I saw the turbulence coming. Mm -hmm. And it was um, very tough for me. Um, Three girls, um, four boys total, and an (laughs) (laughs) ex-wife. I mean, I had an ex-husband and... um, um, a baby daddy, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, the ex-wife um, threw me for a, a complete loop and put me in some situations that I never thought that I would be in. Let's say my never thought my personality would allow. Let's just say that. <laughs> yes. Um, and and it brought the the oldest daughter into a sticky situation with with me and her father, and it it caused a lot of drama inside of our house. And the drama went on because the ex-wife was not happy with the new living arrangements <laughs> and the marriage between myself and my husband, and she was pouring her information into this child. And the reason I brought that up, uh, without you feeling the need to go into that, mm-hmm. is that, again, those are things that, as older women, we don't realize we're affecting our younger daughters, right. which makes our daughters tend to get involved in areas that they shouldn't have to because we're teaching them right there uh, to compete and to compare. Yeah, Um we as as little girls, we try to emulate our you know our moms and grandmas and aunties so many times by walking in their shoes and their heels or you know maybe putting on their clothes or a lipstick, mm-hmm. and sometimes that spills over to you know what we see in the community, whether it be on social media and magazines. So we sometimes try to emulate other people and we're looking at other people in their lives and thinking we need to measure up next to it uh but i guess the question that i or the thought that i have on that why women and not men or do men uh would you say men are the same way i think some men are the same way that you know i think i think most people um are the same way um they, they just to. see something and they want to one-up or they want to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, we're going to say here that we don't compete, we, or nor do we compare. We may get something from each other that I like. And when I think of you and, and meeting you, I instantaneously saw things that I absolutely could connect with. Uh, I also saw things that, oh, okay, I can learn something from her. Nor, at the, never at any point did I want to say, oh, I want to compete. Uh, And I think that that comes from a person being okay in their skin. You know, yes, you can like something about a person or admire something about a person without feeling the need to compete. I I completely agree. Everything is not a competition with people that you meet or you see. I think once you get to know someone and what they're doing, you should either try to step your game up. Yes, or you should definitely try to take some some pointers from the things that you're doing and how you can do them better. Instead of trying to 
compare yourself or, or measure up to them and say, how can I, you know, do something or one-up them. Right. And so many people try to one-up people so often in life instead of trying to, you know, see what you're Just see figure what you're out doing. where you're at. Yeah, figure out you where are. you're at and where you're trying to go. It's kind of right. like uh, my dad used to say all the time, he says, you're going to do one or two, you're either going to become the company you keep are you going to learn something from the company? Are you going to fail with the company you keep? Mm-hmm. I'd rather be in good company that I can learn something from exactly. than to be in bad company where I'm going to fail and go down the road that they're going down. That's so, that's so true. Uh, and we're going to kind of start off with the conversation with women competing against one another. So if we take that, oh, I know, right? <laughs> okay, would you say that the trend of women being in competition with each other is relatively new, or has that been going on through history? I think it's been going on through history, but I think um, now it's just all the time. It's, it's something I'm so glad you said I agree with time. you because it's really, even though it was something probably there before, mm-hmm. now it's just in your face. It is. Everybody are, I mean, most women are just constantly on this thing of competing and I think it has to do with a lot of social media right it's like if you do this okay well I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do, do this that. and if you do that <laughs> I got to go up and do this uh, right. when when I don't think that they even realize it really shows that's what you're trying to do exactly you know it doesn't look like you're doing something authentic it really looks like mm-hmm. you're copying exactly it, it sure does instead of you pulling together and working with your your sister or or whomever and, or your brother, um, it, it just looks like you're just showing off. You just <laughs> <laughs> it really does come off that way. you know. Right. Um, why do you believe that some women feel the need to present themselves as if they are on the high, higher pedestal than others? You know, like, they I'm need, up here and you're down there. They need attention. Mm. That, that's just plain that's and simple. plain and simple. They're not getting enough attention at home. <laughs> they didn't get enough attention when they were growing up. Or someone didn't tell them that, hey, I love you. Oh, with that being said, don't you think a lot of that comes from feeling the need to compare and compete? comes from them feeling empty on the inside. That's uh, bad. Not mm-hmm. getting that uh, I love or those affirmations that you're okay in your skin right. or it's nothing wrong with you, you're beautiful or hey, I know you can do this job. That's right. That's right. And that's what it all boils down to, that whole need for attention, those those likes. God. <laughs> those God-forsaken likes. likes. Oh, they need to change it to something else. Something. Because they something don't mean else. nothing. Um, it, it doesn't. And, you know, I will be so happy when people realize that you don't need other people's um, satisfaction or gratification or attention from other people for you to feel worthy to be whoever you are whoever you want to be whoever you're trying to be it, it c- comes from within you need to feel worthy it's you it's, it's you. not anyone else well what do you believe is causing this kind of attitude besides social media besides feeling empty is there anything you can say that you think is causing that i would say the music that we listen to um some of the movies the the tv shows the news okay good 
That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Because I think that, you know, when I think of the music, I think that there is a lot of music out there, and, and it's been coming for a while. I don't think that's just something that's happened over the last five, maybe ten years. It's been coming for a while where it's such a degrading of women, mm-hmm. you know. And then uh, when we went to the videos, a woman didn't really have much thought behind being in a video that made her look less than. She just felt like she was out there, and she's getting her name out, and, you know, she wanted the hype or the likes that wasn't there. You know, I know some women may do the videos for attention. Some of them maybe do it for the money and not necessarily the attention. Probably not, yes. Okay, or, or I agree. maybe the hopes in doing it in order to get another gig. Okay. Or something like that. I'm hoping that all the women who do the videos... Don't just do it to get the absolute attention. I don't think that when I say that, I'm not necessarily talking about, because there are some videos out there that are very good and they're Mm -hmm. done very tasteful. I'm talking about some of those videos where the guys have the women grinding on themselves, kind of doing explicit stuff on themselves. I agree with you. I don't think that they're doing it. All of them are doing it for attention, but they have to know that they're going to, it's either going to be good attention you're going to get or bad attention. Right. And when you get that, um, maybe I'll get some frowns for this, but um, I'm going to say it. When you get that producer saying, this is what you're going to have to do at this part of the song or at this part, and you know that it's something that's going to be degrading or um, belittling, you would hope that we would say as women, no, I'm not going there. Or do you think that they're in it for the money? They're needing to pay a bill, and they're just. No, I would. I think when they have, when they hear what they have to do, some of them are saying, "Hey, I have to pay a bill," and if someone is going to have to do it, why, why not, not me? me? Why not me? Why not I get paid? And you know, maybe this will lead to something else. Mm-hmm. That that's what I'm thinking that the thought is behind it. I, I like that analysis of it. I mean, I'm, I'm not here to, um, you know, to debate whether that's wrong or right, but I can definitely see that. Right. Because right. I don't think that we as women are naturally women that will be disrespectful and dishonor ourselves. I don't think any woman wants to come out the gate doing something right. to dishonor Right, that they herself. would absolutely say, okay, I'm going to do this and I don't matter. It, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. I, I, I think that it's, I would hope that you would say that, okay, this is not going to be a lifelong thing. I'm doing this because of X, Y, Z, but I want to get to the next level. Okay, kind of like, um, oh, God, I don't know why it's taking me there, but I'm going to go there. <laughs> kind of like those that uh, decide to go and strip. Mm-hmm. I don't think that any one person that ever decided to strip just said, I'm going to make a career out of this. Right. Uh, I think that they probably thought they can get in mm-hmm. and get out. Yeah, it was. I think that they probably thought it was easy, easy money. I'm going to do this to get my my car, my bills paid until I go to, to school, school. Mm-hmm. or do whatever I need to do, and then I'm done. I think that for most of them, for at least for the people that I know who have done it, that that was their goal, goal. Mm-hmm. 
was to do that and, and be out. Mm. I don't know what made me go there, but. Uh, and and I, I don't knock anybody's no, hustle. No, I don't. At, at all. If that's your thing, then that's your thing. Do what you need to do, but don't make sure that that's your you get that's in your and thing. get out, and you you stick to your you stick to your guns. Stick to your goal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and don't make that your. That's right. Like, because after a while, uh, just like that, get old. We get old. That's right. And you know, and then they move you on to another club, right? That's right. Okay. Wow, I don't know why that went there, but again, don't compete and don't compare. Yeah. How that jumped in, I don't know. Right. But I think it in line. The Love and Victory Show with Val is brought to you by LNV Enterprise Resources Incorporated, a nonprofit equal opportunity provider for people living with disabilities. When you donate to LNV Enterprise Resources Incorporated, not only are you helping someone further their education, acquire job skills, and find a job, you are also doing your part to create a stronger, more diverse, and inclusive society. LNV also provides resources for counseling for the disabled and their families. To find out more, or if you'd like to make a donation, please visit lverinc.com or call 832-336-0126. Once again, that's lverinc.com or 832-336-0126. With LNV Enterprise Resources Incorporated, the possibilities are endless. Let's explore them together. VK Consultant Group is a proud sponsor of the Love and Victory Show with Val. Are you thinking of starting a medical practice and need some help? Well, VK Consultant Group has been awarded Top Medical Practice Consultant Service of 2020. For over three decades, they've offered services like concierge medicine, credentialing, billing, revenue cycle management, and so much more. For more information, visit vkconsultantgroup.com or call 713-893-7401. Once again, that's vkconsultantgroup.com or 713-893-7401. VK Consultant Group, your competitive edge. Have you ever been on the receiving end of someone needing to do something better than you? And how did that make you feel? I'm sure. (laughs) I I know you have. Uh, I know you're just trying to hold back. I'm sure (laughs) that I, that I have, I don't, I don't have a lot of people in my, in my circle. I'm trying Probably when we were younger. Yeah, it yeah. would have to be when I was younger. When I was younger, because we're more guarded about our circle mm. now. So mm-hmm. to think of something like that in our recent, in our right now, it's probably more likely that it won't happen right. than it will. But definitely, probably coming up in our younger. Right. It, yeah, it would have to be when I was way younger <laughs> because I don't let many people know what I'm doing. Um, I don't let people in my circle. So, um, and I think that um, from that perspective, I think that that is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I also think that it can be a bad thing because, again, um, someone said just a couple of days ago that we have this guard thing up, and that guard thing is there. Whether I agreed with everything that was said, I do agree with that part. Uh, we have this guard thing up because we were, we've been hurt, mm-hmm. and so because we don't want to feel that pain or that experience we tend to be more protective of who we're letting in and how and if there's any slight sign of someone that can possibly be like that person that have uh, hurt us in the past we're probably like you know I'm, I'm sure that someone has probably tried to 
Yeah, yeah, elevate me in some sort of way. <laughs> wow. But if they did, um, they must not have gotten close enough because I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, you know, it just, it just, your pair of shoes is your pair of shoes. Not everyone can wear right. your shoes. They're Ex- made for you. Exactly. And you know what? Honestly, if someone tried to do something similar to to me. Um, I think I'd be flattered. Yes. yes. I, would, I really do. I mean, I think I'd be flattered that you paid that much attention to me. Uh-huh. Um, or you like what I did so much. You had this one outfit on one day that you came by. I was like, girl, let me tell you. Now, I'm letting you know right now, Nicole. If I run across that at the store, I'm getting that outfit because it was so cute. Now, I'm telling you that, but that's not from a standpoint of wanting to one-up you. Right. That was like... Dang, right. that's you, bad. That's you, different. And you know, you know, sometimes, um, you know, if people say that to me. Sometimes, you know, I, it's certain pieces that uh, that I have that I like so much that I'll share with you mm-hmm. where I got it from. Yes. because I love to find a deal. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. I know. I know. I, I know. They're sitting over here like, how is this conversation going there? We're just kind of all over the place. Right. That's, that's candid conversation. Exactly, and that's what I mean. If someone was that impressed with me that they have to emulate me or whatever. And I don't, and it's not emulation where it's, oh, I want to one-up her or whatever. Yes, yes. It is that they want to go out. Yeah, that they Mm -hmm. admire me or they just liked what I had on or they liked what I did, that they want to do it themselves. Now, if you keep on doing it now, that's a little (laughs) scary. (laughs) <laughs> something else is going right, on something else is going on well, i'm gonna take this thing and turn it a little more we're going to talk about the internet influence okay uh and how that uh influence is impacting um women us uh when you look on social media what would you say the impact has been on the way women interact and speak with others <sighs> I like that question. You, you know, my whole involvement with social media is <laughs> a little different. I'm not, again, I'm not a big social media fan. Um, but my interaction with social media is that for one of my pages, I, I just look at fashion, mm-hmm. hair, fashion, interior design. Mm-hmm. I do have some individuals that come across my feed. It's mostly positive things. Mm-hmm. Now, in the bed at night, I look at my husband's social media page because <laughs> his is hilarious. I don't know what his is set to. <laughs> the women, as far as the interaction, there's not much of a verbal interaction, but I'll tell you what I am seeing that is of major concern. Okay. What I'm seeing as a major concern is that women feel that it is I don't know if it's a new thing or it's a must for them to shake their booty. Come on. <laughs> I'm just going to say it All like that. On social All media. on social media for everybody. So I guess that's why Playboy and all these other magazines are, are out, of out of business now. <laughs> because you can find um, it all on social all, media it for all free. all plastered on social media for free. And I understand if you want to be an influencer just putting on some clothes and it looking nice and you have a lot of followers or whatever. I understand you get all these followers, but I mean, come on now. Naked. 
naked. Shaking your butt. All taking over. A, putting a thong Amongst on. Amongst other things. But it's not only women that are seeing that. Everybody okay. else is seeing that as well. And that's become the absolute norm. I, I think it's becoming the norm because, unfortunately, um, they figured out how to make easy money. That, that and, is true. And they have, uh, uh, it's another form of selling yourself, it, you know, uh, and it's not in a positive way. Because when you're willing to, don't get me wrong, I, I do believe that there is definitely a very good market for influencers out there. Oh, yeah, most uh, definitely. Um, hey, I'm here. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's <laughs> right. not what I'm saying. Right. But I do think as women, as ladies, we need to be conscious of what we're willing to be an influencer for. That is uh, true. And when I see, because we have kids, you know, we move on from that brand, but then now we put ourselves in this bucket, and that's all we can sell. You know, uh, and that goes back to the the tummy tucks and the butt lips and the mm-hmm. breast inductions, you mm-hmm. know, all of that for the well. Right. Now, for those other women who have businesses and they are, they send out the motivational messages mm-hmm. and that's what come across comes across yes. my, my page. I love that. Well, I do too. I love it. It's so positive. It, it is. And then they give the motivational messages. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy mm-hmm. that because I, you know, I learned some great things. Um, I have some great messages that come across my page. So it helps us to have positive affirmations That's for right. the day before we get started. Mm-hmm. Okay. All righty. Uh, do you see women supporting each other or is it mostly attempting to tear each other down? I see a little bit of both, and I guess I'm not in in the areas of a whole lot of women tearing each other down. That has to do with your circle, right? Um, even though I, you know, I've seen it um, throughout my travels, but I I am in an environment where a lot of women support each other. I agree. I, I think that, again, that goes back to your circle. Mm-hmm. You know, you become the company you keep. If you hang out with catty women and women tearing other women down. Uh, As a matter of fact, I, you know, I don't allow much negative energy into my circle. So if someone wants to bring in a whole lot of gossip to me, <laughs> you know, I'll listen to some funny things and mm-hmm. some funny stories. But if you continually Bringing in negative. negative stuff. I, I just can't take a whole lot of negative See, I got enough going on. I don't I have, have time I have enough for going it. on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some funny, some sad, some crazy. I You know, I don't have time for that, that catty stuff. Can all this be said about women interacting in real life? So I am old school. I like a... I prefer a face-to-face interaction versus an online text message, email interaction because a lot, I think a lot gets lost in translation Mm -hmm. when you're online or any of those other types of communication. Yeah, I had one of those foobahs last night. Um, (laughs) I was tired, and someone sent me a text message, and I was in the bed, and they said, "Uh, are you in the bed? It's 8.30, and... Can you talk? And my response was just yes. And so they called. And 
I'm like, yes. And they said, oh, I was just calling because you said, oh, they're going to hear this too. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> I was just calling because you said yes. And I was like, no, I was, yes, I was in the bed. Uh-huh. So that's a prime example of what happens in a text message versus a conversation. Right. So I have to take responsibility because I just, I was exhausted and I just gave that one liner. Right. And so. Right. Every, you know, it, 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 things can be misconstrued all the time mm-hmm. in those messages. And by the time you know it, you're like, oh man, you, you hit send and it's, it's gone. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh man. I, I knew when I this. sent that message too. So if you're listening, you know who you are. I love you anyway. right yeah and you know sometimes it leaves people wondering okay how did how do they really feel about me right you know uh it's funny you say that um sometime even with my spouse you know people that are closest to you you have things going on they're shooting you a quick message and they're in the moment where they're needing a response or they're expecting it they're not busy so when you send something back off it still can come off not the right way. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I find myself just stopping instead of responding to a text and calling because I don't want them to feel like yeah. I'm too busy for them. And then sometimes, well, why did you call me? Why didn't you just text me? Well, <laughs> well, you probably wouldn't like what I said. Exactly. If, yeah, understood what I was saying. Okay. What is the best advice you can give a young woman when it comes to reading negative comments about themselves online you need to realize that that person may not know you the message may be coming especially if it's a bad message it may be coming from a place of hurt Mm -hmm. anger or jealousy just never know where that that um, comment is coming from why it's coming at you so don't get in your feelings I know it's hard um, when people are talking about you or even talking about your kids, and that's why I'm not on social media. Right there, I hate yeah. social media because they're keyboard gangsters. That's <laughs> what I like to call them, they're keyboard gangsters. They are. You know, they hide behind that keyboard, and they'll talk all types of trash about you, and they don't know you from Adam. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they want to talk about your clothes or what you did or what you posted, and they have no idea about your situation but you just keep on doing what you're doing just remember that person doesn't know anything about you or your situation and i would take it even and i agree with you 100 percent. i would take it a little bit further be careful what you're posting out That's there true. and you know um i would almost say don't post anything out that you don't want to get a negative comment coming back mm-hmm. because there's always someone out there that can find something negative, mm-hmm. even a picture, mm-hmm. you know, that, but again, that's a reflection of them. Mm-hmm. So don't put your business out there. In my opinion, social media is not for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you put something out there, uh, you just have to take the attitude that uh, I'm opening myself up for free game. That's right. So, and if you do get the negative comments, remember, um, the person that's putting those negative comments is really uh, reflecting of how they feel of them feel about themselves. Because if they really cared about you, they would pick up the phone, call you, or they'll have a way to contact you personally. Mm-hmm. And they definitely would want to see 
something hurtful or painful come your way. And nine times out of ten, if they're going to post something negative about you, they don't know you anyway. They don't know you anyway. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They don't know you anyway, and they just want you to hurt like they hurt. <laughs> and so their their opinion of you really shouldn't matter. It should not. Yeah, I agree. Well, I know that this conversation, uh, I've enjoyed it. I, you know, it's just, I am just so grateful to have Nicole in my life. Uh, um, she's so easy to talk to, guys. Really, if you need to have someone to talk to, I'm not just putting her out there to just be putting her out there. I'm not pumping her up to pump her <laughs> up. Uh, she is someone that I would advise if you're having, if you're in a blended family, you're needing to talk to Nicole. Nicole is easy to talk to. She is your real-life woman uh, that is going to give it to you just like it is. Uh you don't want to talk to Val. <laughs> I'm not a life coach, no, really. Uh, talk to Nicole. Um, the people need to know. They need to know how to find you. And I'm, I would like for you to just share that with them. So um, my website is uh, talktonicole.com. Uh, you can email me at Nicole at talktonicole.com. I am on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just look me up at Nicole Hardnett, Nicole Odom Hardnett at, uh, talk to Nicole OH. All right, then it has been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've enjoyed this candid conversation and I hope that you guys have too. Until next time.